got a uh, wonderful, uh, inspiring training for us tonight. And so I want you to pay close attention because it's going to be uh, very uh, important that you get a hold of what the Holy Spirit is going to say to us. Uh, let's pray and, and invite the Holy Spirit to help us. Father in heaven, we thank you for another opportunity to come before the throne of grace. Thank you for the people of God, the body of Christ, uh, whom you have allowed us to shepherd. We thank you for giving us the information we need to process and be all that you want us to be as a child of, of God. Our Holy Spirit, we cannot do this without you. We need your help. I need uh, your insight, uh, your wisdom, so I can transmit it to the body of believers that we'll walk in the fullness of the life of Christ and benefit from his goodness that he has afforded toward us. We thank you that you've been good to us all year long, and there's so much more you have slated for us before the end of the year, and we want to do everything we can in faith trust and obedience to get it to manifest our lives before we enter into 2022. Thank you for it. I follow our the ears to hear, their mind to comprehend, and faith to walk it out. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, if you got your, your pen, your paper, your pass, whatever you have. Tonight, uh, I want to uh, do a ministry training on the power of words, the power of words. That's what I'm going to be ministering on tonight, the power of words. It's very important that you get a hold of this message. Uh, you know, the Bible says that we are to uh, copy God. I think it's over in Ephesians uh, chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, children, be imitators of God. Let's look at that real quickly. Let's look at that. I want your eyes on that. In uh, Ephesians chapter 5, seem good to the Holy Ghost. I didn't have this, but it seemed good to the Holy Spirit that we go here. So I want, to, I want you to see something. Now, we have the life and nature of God on the inside of us uh, because of Jesus Christ. But here in verse Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 1, once you play close attention to verse number 1, it says, be ye therefore followers of God uh, as their children. Now, that word, I'm going to give it to you at the Amplified, because it's so important that you link up to what he's going to tell us tonight. It says, therefore, be imitators. And notice, be imitators of God. Okay? Be imitators of God. I need you to get this down. Because as we talk about the power of words, you're going to have want you to give you a picture of why this is so important. Therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him. In the Amplified, it says copy him. And follow his example. Copy him and follow his example. As well-beloved children, imitate their father. And so now that means that we are to imitate and follow in the footprint, in the footprints or the directions that God did. So, how did He use words? That's what we need to look at. 
to copy him. Now, let's go to, uh, Ephi, um, I'm sorry, Hebrew. I got to paint a picture for you tonight so you can grab a hold of this and you can have faith to walk it out. Hebrew chapter 11, verse number three. Hebrew 11 and three. I want you to look at this because again now, uh, we're talking about the power of words, power of words, excuse me. And then it talks about copy God. So let's see what God did with words. And then it says here in, in Hebrew chapter 11, verse number three. I'm going to read out the King James and I'll read out the Amplified. It says, through faith, we understand. Now notice, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds, and get a hold of that, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, in the Amplified Version, it says, by faith, we must understand that the worlds, not world, worlds, during their successive ages, were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So everything that's functioning, that's operating, or is it or is in existence came by the word of God or by the words of God speaking it out. Now, then it goes on to say, by the word of God, so that so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. Now, let's go over to Genesis. Let's go over to Genesis now and see how was the world's frame. Praise God. So then we'll get into our application to this. this chapter 1, verse 1, Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, and watch this. Now, we just read Hebrew, what the Holy Spirit gave uh, the writer, how the words were framed. Now, go to Genesis 1, 1. Is that true? Now, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right? He created it, right? And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So now we got the Holy Spirit moving, as he always do, uh, with the word of God, because he is the manifester of the words that we speak from God. Then it says here, and I'm reading it out of Genesis, uh, Genesis 1 in the Amplified. In the beginning, God prepared, formed, fashioned, and created the heavens and the earth. The earth was not forming an empty waste, and darkness was upon the face of the very deep, and the holiness, and the spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And then we go into verse 3. Watch what happens now. And God said. The power of words now. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light was good. Suitable, pleasant, approve it. And God uh, separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And, and uh, God called the darkness. And he called it night. And there was evening. And there was morning. Uh, one day. So now we still have night and we still have day. 
So those power of the words is still in operation for a time of creation. Now, and we understand that now. So understand what we're talking about, the power of words or the power of the spoken word of God. Now, we must understand that words in general are prophetic because they are spiritual. Let me give you that again. Write this down. We must understand that words in general are prophetic because they are spiritual. See, words are spiritual. They're, they're not flesh, but it becomes flesh. But it starts in the spirit. Amen. Uh, and the word became flesh. The word became what word? The word that was spoken became flesh, and we beheld his glory. So again, speaking those words in the spirit. Now you need to understand now, very, 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 very important that words in general are pathetic because they are spiritual. Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you are spirit and life. See, the words that I speak to you are spirit, spirit. So then that's pathetic. That's proclaiming. That's projecting. That's prophesying. Uh, so it's proclaiming. So you got to see this. And so if this is so important now. Number two, they are always proclaiming. See, we deal with words now. We understand that words, they are spiritual. So if that's so, they are always proclaiming, pronouncing, or denouncing your present or your future. Glory be to God, man. The Holy Ghost started sharing this with me. I got excited. Let me give you this again now. Since we understand that the words are spiritual, in general, that words are spiritual, they are always, now, now notice the Holy Spirit said always. That means that no time is not working. They are always proclaiming. Words are always proclaiming. Words are always pronouncing or denouncing your present or your future. Praise be unto God. Now, then it went on to say, most Christians, now there's the Holy Spirit, we have, so I'm giving you what the Holy Spirit gave to me from Jesus and from the Father. Most Christians, or we can say most believers, don't believe it. That is why they don't watch what they say. See, when you believe this, you're careful what comes out of your mouth because you are a speaking agent of God because you are of his lineage. You're of his lineage. See, he said now because I need you to copy me. Well, what did he do? He spoke and things happened. Well, you and I got, see, now when you understand that, you know how to function, watch this, in the realm of the spirit. See, in the realm of the spirit, these words are spiritual. And they even, they touch in uh, either the, the realm of God or they touch in the realm of Satan. Uh, either they decreeing the kingdom of God or they are decreeing the kingdom of Satan. You got to understand that there's no in-between. 
there's no there's no middle ground here, ladies and gentlemen. It is how we operate in the earth realm. Praise be unto God. Now, did you get this? Because what happens is, if you don't understand this, you won't watch what you say, and then you'll start denouncing things instead of proclaiming and pronouncing things over your life, whether it be the present or whether it be the future. It's so important that you get a hold of this. I'm telling the Holy Ghost, begin to talk to me about this, to share this with the body of Christ, that our words, you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, you're not, let me, okay, I got it. The Holy Ghost told me to tell you, you're not a normal person. Stop thinking you're normal. You are a supernatural being in a natural body. Get a hold of that. Oh my God, I felt that. You are a supernatural being in a natural body. See, Jesus was a supernatural being in a natural body. See, this is how he operated. And so now we are to copy or emanate him the same way and get the same results. See, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you are not of myself, but the, this word, those words of my father, which have given me to speak. So Jesus was always speaking the words of his father, and those things produce results. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get a hold of this. It, it can't be a mystery or it can't be a myth for you. It has to be a revelation and an understanding and an enlightenment for you to operate in. Because this is how the kingdom of heaven operates. It operates by words that are spoken in the realm of the spirit. Praise be unto God. Stick with me because I know we, we're, in some, we're in some heavy ground here. But I got to deliver to you what the Holy Spirit has given to me to say to the body of Christ. Now, in number four, number four is so important. Now, watch this here. Now, I'm going to go back up top, and I'm going to come back down. All right? The Holy Spirit said, we must understand that words in general are prophetic because they are spiritual. Number two, they're always proclaiming, pronouncing, or denouncing your present or your future. Number three, most Christians don't believe it. That is why they don't watch what they say. And number four, he says, and they get offended when corrected that they are saying the wrong things. So you shouldn't get offended when God is correcting your words because he wants you to be able to produce at the right level. Always remember, correction is encouragement for manifestation. Never look at correction as being bad. Correction is encouragement for manifestation. Get a hold of that. The Holy Spirit shared that with me some years ago. And I always, when, it, when it's done right and when it's done in the right spirit, I put it that way because some people don't know how to correct people properly. And they become arrogant and conceited. We're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody that understands the power correction that gives encouragement for manifestation. See, encouragement, if you say this, if you don't say this, say this, you can get God to move in your life. See, that's encouragement. It's, 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 not, it's not somebody trying to be mean or nasty, but I don't want to stay there. But anyway, just get a hold of those now. Let me give you some scriptures that he gave me so you can better understand what he's talking about. 
First one we want to go to is Matthew 12:33. Matthew 12:33. Now, we're going to go through some 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 sequence of scriptures so you have them. Uh Matthew 12:33 because uh Jesus is teaching, he's training uh his disciples on the power of words. Now, I need you to get a hold of that. Now, let me get here real quickly. Watching my time. Oh, it's so good in that. Oh my God, I'm so blessed to minister to us. Uh, praise be unto Jesus. Now, let's look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 33. Get this in your notes. Now, uh, praise God. It says in verse 33, either make the tree good. Now, when we about tree good, we're talking about you. We are the tree of life. We are, we are the tree of life. You know, um, and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt, and his fruit corrupt. For the tree, me, you, is known by the fruit it bears. Tree, you're the tree, you're the tree of life. So the tree is known by the fruit it bears. But what determines that? See, either you speaking good or you speaking corrupt. See, again, the power is if you're doing that, see, again. You're either proclaiming or pronouncing or you're denouncing your present or your future. And it says right here in the scripture, you know this tree by the fruit of bear. Now, now notice, notice number 34. Oh, then Jesus said this, oh, generation of vipers. How can you be, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of your mind, the mouth will talk. And he's addressing this to let her know you must watch what comes into your mind to determine what comes out of your mouth because you don't want to be speaking doom uh, to your future and you don't want to be speaking doom to your present based on what comes out of your mouth, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me keep reading because this is good stuff. Praise God. This is a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringing forth good things. And the evil man out of the evil treasure bringing forth evil things. Verse 6, I say unto you, now notice what Jesus says to us, but I say to you that every outer word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the judge in the day of judgment. For by thy words, by thy words, thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we see here again. Uh, our words are always proclaiming, pronouncing, or denouncing your present or your future. He said it right here. Now, in the Amplified, glory be to God. I just want to read uh, the 36. He said, but I tell you, 36, 12, 36, but I tell you on the day of judgment when men would have to give an account for every outward inoperative and non-working word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified, acquitted, and by your words, You'll be condemned to sinners. Again, he's saying, whatever you say, whatever comes out of your mouth, is going to determine how things fare, how, how you're judged, how you're sinners, or how manifestation would happen in your life, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the power of words. Now, let's go to uh, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2, because we need to understand what he's saying here. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. 
See, now, ladies and gentlemen, it takes willpower and the anointing to help you do this. You can't do it by yourself. See, transforming your mind in order to transform your mouth. Now, again, Proverbs, I'm getting there. Proverbs chapter six, verse number two. Now notice this, very powerful. Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art snared, snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Now in the Amplified, it says this, you are snared, you are snared with the words of your mouth. Means caught with the words of your lips. And you are caught by the speech of your mouth. So now we can see here that the power words will determine uh, what happens in your life, ladies and gentlemen. It's so important that we understand we have to watch what comes out of our mouth. And like I say, it's going to take uh, the Holy Spirit. It's going to take uh, him helping us to make the necessary changes uh, in our words. Praise God. Well, you can do this. You are anointed to speak the right words. Hallelujah. In the, in the Passion Bible, it says, you will be trapped by, the, by, the, by your promise and the legal bond by the agreement. So listen, Kevin, so in other words, when you hear God and what you say, you trap your own self, whether the promise of God going to work or whether the promise of God not going to work, is what it said. Now, I got to keep moving. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 12, because it's going to be very good for us. And we're going to look at verse number 14. Look at this. A man or woman shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand shall be rendered unto him. Now, notice, notice what it says now. In the Amplified, it says, from the fruit of his words, a man shall be satisfied with good, and the work of a man's hand shall come back to him as a harvest. We say it's harvest time, saying the right things, uh, speaking those things that need to be said, it will bring a right harvest in your life, ladies and gentlemen. It's right here in the word of God. Now, I got to keep moving for time's sake. Now, drop down to verse number, look at uh, Proverbs 13, verse number three. Very, very important. He that keepeth, now notice this. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. My God in the morning. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that open wide his lips shall have destruction. See, that go right back to point number two. They're always, the words are always proclaiming, pronouncing, denouncing your present or your future. So you got to get a revelation of this. And when you understand this, you watch what you say. You watch the company you keep when people are talking because it affects your environment. It affects the way you think. It affects the way you proceed. Amen. So you got to be very, very careful, ladies and gentlemen, that you get a hold of this revelated truth tonight. Now, I got to keep moving because I got to give you what the Holy Spirit has given to me. Now, go to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18. And I want you to look at this. You'll you, you see it. I hope you're getting it. See, be careful. Got, 
take heed, take heed to what you hear, take heed to what you say. It's so very important in this present day and this present hour, ladies and gentlemen, that you don't get caught up saying the wrong things. Because remember, you are speaking, you're your speaking spirit, your supernatural person in a human body. In other words, God is living inside your body, speaking out of you. We'll give you that in just a few minutes. But but notice this in Proverbs 18, verse number uh 20. I'm giving you time to get there because I want, want you to see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us so we can get a hold of it and we can make the necessary changes. Amen, amen, amen. Now, it says, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now, this goes back to what we read over Mark, I mean Matthew, excuse me, 13. Read out the Amplified. A man's moral self shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth and with the consequences of his words, he must be satisfied whether good or evil. Remember we just talked about that, but the tree either produce good or the tree produce evil based on what's coming out the person out of the abundance of the heart, or out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. So praise God. So understanding, he says. Once your mind gets full of something, if you don't watch it, if it's the wrong thing, you're going to speak it out. And it's either going to bring blessings or it's going to bring uh, curses to your life based on what you're speaking out of your life. Now, praise be unto God in the, Amplify, in the, in the Passion Bible, it says, sharing words of wisdom is satisfied to your inner being. It encourages you to know that you'll change someone else's life by what you say. By what you say, not only change your life, but change other people's life by what you say. Your words are so powerful, they will kill or give life. Did you hear that? Your words are so powerful, they will kill or give life. And that's what we're trying to get you to see right now. The Holy Spirit trying to get you to see. See, because your words are prophetic. You're speaking. You're speaking spirit. You're decreeing. You're declaring. You're proclaiming. You're pronouncing or you're denouncing. Either things going to prosper in your life or things going to be shut down in your life based on what's coming out of your mouth. And I hope you're receiving and understanding what the Holy Spirit is saying to us tonight. Now. You are, let me give you number five. Then I got two more scriptures. We, we're doing good. You are a speaking spirit. I was been saying this to you, but I'm and, and this, I think it's point number five, I believe. You are a speaking spirit, which you are always speaking from the spirit and setting things in motion, positive or negative. You are a speaking spirit which you are always speaking from the spirit and setting things in motion. See, that's prophetic. Setting things in motion, that's apostolic. Apostolic, excuse me. Setting things in motion, positive or negative. Let the words of my mouth 
and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. Should we begin to tell you, say that every day. Say then to keep your own point. Now, let's look at this. Romans 4. Go to Romans 4 now. Go to Romans chapter 4. And you'll see something else the Holy Spirit wants to bring out to us. Romans chapter 4, not class. Make up in your mind, you're going to say the right thing. Make up in your mind, you know, speak the stuff that the world says. You're not of the world. You're in the world. You're not of the world. You're of another kingdom. So you have to speak kingdom language. You have to speak kingdom words all the time. Hallelujah. Keep spiritual things set in motion. That's how you keep receiving the harvest and the manifestation you need from God. Now, uh, okay, I, I'll go there, Lord. Thank you. But now, here, hold on, I don't have enough time to get over there. Here in chapter Romans 4, come on, class. Romans 4, verse, 7, verse uh, 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Talking about Abraham. We talked about Abraham last week. Not only which is of the Jew, which is of the law, but that which is also of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now, verse 17, I want you to pay close attention to. As it is written, I made thee a father of many nations before whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead, even not, even God who quickened the dead, and God calleth, those things that be not as though they were. God calleth, he proclaimeth, he pronounces uh, things like he wanted to be. So he changed uh, Abraham's name from Abram to Abraham because every time he called me, he said, I'm declaring and decreeing, you're going to be the father of many nations. He kept saying it, he kept speaking it until it happened. And you got to do the same thing. I got to do the same thing until the harvest comes. God did it. You got to do it. Everybody else got to do it if they want to receive the homage from God. Now, in the Amplified, it said, in the verse 17 only, it is written, I made thee a father of many nations. Uh, he was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom we believe, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he foretold and promised as if they already existed. See, you got to talk like it's already done. You got to, he said, he called it as it already existed. He was calling Abraham, Abraham like he already had had Isaac and Isaac had manifested yet. But it, as long as he keeps speaking it, Isaac would manifest. And that's what we got to do. You got to do it. I got to do it if we want to see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Now, in, in Isaiah 55, real quickly, go to Isaiah 55. I'm moving because I got one more to give you. Isaiah 55. And I pray you receive it from the Lord tonight, Isaiah 55. Amen. It don't, I don't care what's going on. You say what the Lord said. You keep speaking his word. His word is the final authority for everything in your life. Praise be unto God. Now, Isaiah 55. Now, we said at the beginning that God said, copy him, imitate him, do what he said. Now, watch this. Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to be void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. 
So now the word of God is in your mouth. Just like it was in God's mouth, just like it's in Jesus' mouth, it's in your mouth. So shall my word be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, you got to believe this. this. You can't let this just be another serpent. No, 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 no. Believe the Holy Spirit is telling you how to get your manifestation. Decree, declare, and you'll see. Decree, declare, and you'll see. See, I don't care what's going on. You got to stay in the spirit. Don't let your natural eyes rule the realm of your spirit because you're going to miss your harvest that God wants for you. Now, in the Amplified, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me forward without producing and any effect and use it, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper into the thing for which I sent it. So God sent, he was sending the word in things, just like Jesus sent the word in things. He sent the word to the wind. Now, let's go to one thing that Jesus sent the word to, and we're going to close over here. Go to Matthew. I'm skipping. Go to Mark because I heard the Holy Spirit say, "Finish up in Mark." So I want you to go to Mark now. Your words are powerful; they are pathetic. Now, Matthew, the eleventh chapter. But we need to look at it tonight on the premise of what the Holy Spirit is sharing with us. I had this for some time, but it's just now allowing me to release it to us tonight. Now, in Mark 11, I know you know this, but I got to give it to you because the Holy Spirit brought it up. And then uh, verse number 20. Well, no, verse number 12. Uh, Mark 11, 12. And on tomorrow, when they was come to, from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing the fig tree afar off, heaven leaves, he came, if happily he might find any thereon, any figs thereon, anything thereon. And when he came to it, it being the tree, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of thieves was not yet. And Jesus answered, watch this, and Jesus answered, and Jesus answered and said to it, the tree, no man eat fruit from thee he after forever. And his, and his disciples heard it. They were paying close attention. And then the Bible says they came back. Uh, verse drop down to verse 20. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remember, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou curses is withered away. And Jesus answered, said, Have faith in God, verily, for verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto his mouth, to be not removed, be not cast in the sea, shall not die in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have. Whatsoever he saith. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it can't be no more plainer than that. Jesus is saying the power words manifest whatever you say. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you got to get a hold of that. You want to change your situation, you want to change errors of things, you have to get in the word, speak the word of God over that thing until you see what you want to see. Calling those things be not as though they were. Stop saying what it is and stay and start saying what you want it to be. That's speaking prophetically. That's speaking by faith. Stop saying what it is and start saying what you want it to be. Start decreeing what you want to see. And I tell you, you're going to see it.
I pray you've gotten blessed by this word of God tonight. I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm stepping up my speaking. I'm stepping up my decree and declaring every day. And I'm watching God move manifest in my life. Do it and see if he won't make the difference in your life as well. Tonight, you'll be able to sow. Minister Jenna is going to put on the line your tithes, your offerings. Uh, of the Holy Spirit leading you to sow into the anointing of the word of God that I've shared with you tonight. Listen, this works. If you work the word, the word will work for you. Remember, watch what you say. Watch what someone is saying to you. Block your mind. Protect your mind. Uh, watch your mouth. And watch God bring harvest that you want. Harvest that you've been leaving for. Harvest that you've been sowing for. Harvest that you've been expecting. Manifesting your life. As I leave tonight, as I've been saying, I'm going to keep saying it because I'm speaking the power words over your life. Grace, peace, increase. God bless you. We see you on Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. Come expecting a miracle from God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Blessings.